Journal Entry 243 Juniper has been in the woods for days now. I want to follow after her, but every time I wake it feels like my head is splitting open. It takes so much effort just to write this. I need to be strong and wait a little while longer. For Solomon. For Juniper. For the life we want to have. Soon as we're done on Rennick, we can leave. Get these targets off our backs. Head out somewhere nice. Leave this fallen world behind us. We can make it. Signed, Aira. Welcome to Diceology, an actual play podcast dedicated to telling you stories in an anthology format. We're here for the role-playing and the rolling. I'm your host and GM, Dane, and with me tonight... Hey, I'm Natalie. I don't know why I say it like that every time. I don't know. You get very excited and you're just hey. like, I'm here. Um, <laughs> and we're going to be go picking up our game of Simple World and uh, by Avery Alder and Firebrands by D. Vincent Baker that we're calling Lady Blackbird. So do you just want to get into it or, oh wait, that's the wrong window. Do you want to just get into it? Uh, do you want to do a quick recap? Um, a recap might be helpful if we're starting like right where we left off, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so basically, you just spent six months on Sonder due to the fact that Sonder has a winter that locks the whole, uh, the whole planet down for it's just the entirety. Uh, you met a kid named Solomon, uh, like teen, and with his help, you made Aira an android body. That is an update on the Matthias model. After that, Aira and Juniper, I'm just going to go with cemented their relationship. Um, <laughs> Juniper built a mech. Uh, they adopted Solomon uh, after a time, less to raise him and more to give him a ticket off the planet, but uh, both of them were very invested in that. Uh through that adoption process, they needed references, at which point they discovered that Rosewood went missing while trying to track down James Maljaw, who fled to Rennick. Uh, and upon leaving to go try and rescue Rosewood, uh, Sister Stray arrived with multiple mechs, uh, a few Seekers, and a tamed Mustang. Uh, after killing the mother of Saintly End and... Sister Stray and her cohort attacked Juniper, leaving her wounded. Aira arrived in the mech and killed one of the Seekers and destroyed that particular mech that they were in. However, Aira used the portable junk gate, which alerted Executive Lilt, Lord Blackbird, both of whom are dealing with the problem. Lord Blackbird, in particular, uh, has sent Captain Summers and the Hand of Sorrow after Lady Blackbird. Uh, did I, I did miss something, which is you and, and Aira discovered that there's an 11th jump gate and a planet outside the runa system that still has humans 
Yep. <laughs> and on said planet, there is the original artificial intelligence, which hid itself and technology and knowledge from humans until it decides it uh, humans are ready. <laughs> Did I miss anything? That was a very good recap. I'm okay. impressed. Thank you. Era and Era took put you and Solomon on the ship and flew the fuck away and took you and t- went through the jump gate headed towards Rennick. So, yeah, why don't we do the thing that uh, often happens in this show, which is why don't we open with a ship in a jump gate? <laughs> um, Sounds good to me. So the Chimera is this really, it's a really big ship relative to its like weight class, I guess, which is a weird metaphor for ships, but here we are. And we kind of, we see it hurtle through the jump gate and we go, we like look in on the, uh, the cockpit and Aira's there and it's been minutes since we last saw them. Like, and, we, and Aira like clicks a few dials and switches and it's not that the cockpit or anything shuts down, but it goes into like, not stasis, but uh, like autopilot because the ship is just going to hurtle through this jump gate until the week is up of, of travel time. So there's no need to be doing any like excessive piloting. Um, and she turns to see Juniper and Solomon in passenger or co-pilot seats, depending on who they are, in varying states of shock. Solomon mm-hmm. is just kind of quietly sitting there. He wasn't harmed in the, the dust up with Sister Stray. Uh, but Juniper was. Uh, Juniper got has big gash wounds on her back from the Mustang. Um, I think, I mean, I think despite her wounds, she's trying to comfort Solomon right now. And I mean, I, I feel like part of like the shock that Juniper is experiencing is like total ignorance of those wounds. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, like she's not paying attention to that. Like her focus is on Solomon. And so she's mm-hmm. ca- still bleeding probably heavily. <laughs> and I think she's just like kind of kneeling by his side, uh, trying to check in on him as best she can. Yeah. I, I don't think he's saying any, like, I don't think you can get words out of him right now. He is responding as best he can though. Okay. Yeah. In that case, um, she's not going to try to overwhelm him further by like asking a ton of questions and trying to get him to talk, you know? I think, mm-hmm. I think she's just going to kind of hold him mm-hmm. as a form of comfort. Um, I think he leans into that. He may even like wrap his arms around you too, at which like point his hands come away sticky uh, mm. and red and his eyes go really wide and he like looks at Aira. Like this is like the frame of the shot is not from him interacting with Juniper over this. It's mm-hmm. him being like, like, yeah. help, like, help me figure this out. At which point, like, Eris stands up and really gently separates you two. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes Solomon's hands and, like, wipes them clean really fast with her shirt. Kisses him on the forehead and says, You should go lie down. I'll come see you in about ten minutes. And he nods at that. Uh... And then she, like, after he leaves the, uh, the, the bridge, she picks you up. I don't know if Juniper wants her to do that or 
what her response is here. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think she has a problem with that. So we're gonna take you to the med bay. Um, okay. I mean, I I don't think it's that bad. Like, is Solomon okay? He'll be okay. You could bleed out. Okay. Okay. So Aira takes you down there and like, I think she, because there is some future tech in there, right? So this isn't going to be the same, quite the same like process, but she probably has to cut your shirt off, like lays you down on your stomach and like cuts your shirt off and probably starts, she has you drinking lots of fluids and then has to like wash your 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 back clear like three or four times to get fabric out to uh, mm. make sure that there wasn't anything else in there keep it from getting infected uh, and then I think she puts like bandages on that are also I think there's something in there that is actually helping the healing process not just covering it like I think come tomorrow it'll be completely healed over And then, like, a day later, it'll probably just be, like, really faint scarring. And then Aira just kind of, like, collapses in a chair next to, like, the, the, like, the, not the hospital bed, but the the examination table that you're Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. No. No. Thank you for what you did. I I really don't know if we would have gotten out of there alive without you. I I was naive and I made a bad move and I made a bad choice and now someone is dead because of it. I'm not going to shed any tears over that person. What do you mean? Not the seeker. Mother Iris. Oh. Yeah. She am I. I think, like, with Solomon gone, Juniper would probably just start crying because it's kind of sinking in, like, what mm-hmm. happened. And, um, you know, it's... I mean, she's definitely blaming herself for this because she made a huge assumption um, that she thought would save this person, and it didn't. So I think... I think Aira just... As you start crying, just... Lit, like... I don't know what she wants to... She... She's trying to offer touch. She's trying to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I mean, I think that Juniper's receptive to that support. I mean, I think. I think it's gonna take a long time for her to actually forgive herself. Like, I don't think she's gonna like stop feeling bad about it right now. But um, she appreciates that she's not alone. Yeah, I think Aira probably picks you up again. <laughs> And takes you to your guys' bedroom on the ship and lays you down really gently. And she says, just give me a minute, okay? I'll be right back. Okay. And after a couple minutes pass, she comes back uh, and Solomon lies down next to you. And he's he's crying too. Like, now that you're he knows like you're okay and you're going to be okay... He is mourning the person who raised him. People, some people he knew. He's mourning the fact that he's not going to get to know what happened to his home. Mm. For now. 
And I think Aira just, she gets both of you whatever you need. And sometimes she's like holding one of you, sometimes she's holding you both. But when you both end up falling asleep, I think she's sitting in like a guarding sort of position next to the bed. Because she doesn't need to sleep. Right. So what does the rest of the week on this ship look like? I mean, I'd imagine it's hard. Like, I mean, like recovering from trauma like that is not an easy task. And I mean, I don't think they recover from it by any means. But I think it's just kind of like learning to cope with what happened. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how much they talk about it. Probably not a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially, I mean, I'd imagine like Solomon probably isn't super down to like talk about his feelings a ton. And so it's probably like Juniper and Aira like kind of pressing gently and, but like just mm-hmm. kind of in the end trying to be normal and have meals together and, yeah. um, you know, plan ahead. Like, I feel like, I feel like Juniper's probably distracting herself with a lot of planning and like reading her books that she has about Rennick still and like, um, mm-hmm. you know, thinking ahead instead of about what actually happened. Right. So do you want to, do you want to make a role for like study? Like, is that what's happening right now? To get some information of, about Rennick? Mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah. This is a plus two, right? Because I've got educated... That sounds right. Okay. Ten. <laughs> We're good. All right. So I'll go from like the, I'll go from like the broader stuff, and then you should probably ask a question, like a more specific question. So Rennick is a frontier planet, meaning it's not ruled by any of the major uh, organizations in the Runa system, uh, and it is arguably the least populated because it is it has two sets of rings around it and on top of that its angle uh, in relationship to the runa star leaves it in this state of perpetual twilight it's always dark there and it's covered in these dense forests uh, there also isn't a single There isn't a single planet that has more old empire ruins or technology still on it than Rennick. So most of the people who visit are treasure hunters and the people who are native to this planet, they don't go into the, they don't go into the forests. They know better. Uh, The forests are where most of that old empire stuff abounds. And most people who go in do not come out. And if they do, it is often not in a good way. So the planet itself, the, the people, they, they value caution and tradition and their elders, especially elders, just due to the fact that like, if you've made it this long and this, on this very scary, very difficult to live on planet, you probably know a thing or two and that's worth, worth respecting. And on top of that, it doesn't even have, it's a, a there's no single uh, steading. Uh, bigger than 10,000 people. So it is aggressively rural, aggressively small. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and on top of that, this is something Juniper just 100% knows, is that even though it's not super valuable, having it is something that both the Corporate Alliance, the Faith, and the New Empire want. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the New Empire recently was planning on making an attack on Rennick, which Juniper stopped. So, right, <laughs> which is not really a thing the people on Rennick necessarily know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that makes sense. The, the New Empire they don't want people knowing necessarily that they're uh, even their that their own nobles are like against them on some level. Mm-hmm. So they did not make that public. That's so. fair. Yeah, that's so for sure fair. What in, what specifically are you looking for? Because uh, uh, Delilah Flint, the the sheriff from from Copper Ridge on Tristful, uh, sent you the name uh, where the, the the name of the town that uh, Rosewood last sent a like a check in from. Uh, is a place called Hallowsburg. Okay. Um, well, honestly, like, I feel like it's... She's not really looking for, like, super specific information. Like, this is really mm-hmm. a distraction technique. But, um, I mean, she's for sure trying to, like, learn everything she can about Hallowsburg. And any potential threats, you know, the... Uh, so, Hallowsburg is relatively big. It's okay. a, a little over 5,000 people. And there's, there is a council of village elders. It's a place that's got a, a couple day-to-day shops. Uh, the only thing of real note about this town uh, that is odd, like, as you're, as you're, um, you're looking at this place, it, like, Hallowsburg is, like, ringing in the back of your head for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's because you had a lot of gowns from Hallowsburg. Oh. Uh, the most clothing on Rennick, due to the perpetual twilight, nighttime, early mm-hmm. morning sort of light, most clothing has built-in lighting. Um, oh, that's cool. It's a it's a fashion necessity on that planet, but especially in the New Empire, light up clothes is like it's done in like not not in like a neon way, like not in the way that Sterling's jacket lights up. It's like <laughs> sure. It's like an elegant affair. It's like, what if fireflies just perpetually like rested upon you, you know? <laughs> it's that sort of thing, which okay. is very, very, very new empire. Mm-hmm. And Hallowsburg has kind of the top of the line tailor on the planet. Oh, sweet. Like just by chance. That's just like the thing that town has. Like, you know how like sometimes just like, like there's a town in Ireland that has like the whiskey place. Like, it's just the whiskey place where there's just, like, yeah. thousand-year-old whiskey there. And, you know, like... It's I, just the thing. Why is it in this town? I don't know. Chance? Like, mm-hmm. it just right. happens. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's about what you can know about it. Because outside of that, it's... Nobody cares who their elders are. Nobody keeps track of that shit. You know, like... Yeah. You know, it is a fair place to go hide. You know? Mm-hmm. So... I think that's kind of when Aira comes into the room. Mm-hmm. She's probably holding food that you, for the your first meal of the day. It's late afternoon, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, find anything good? Um, you know, just, just basic stuff, I guess. Um, it's one of the bigger towns. They have a tailor I used to get a lot of clothes from, but... Nice stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Really nice stuff. Really nice she sets, stuff. She sets down the food and she's like, what's the plan? Um, find Rosewood. I mean. Okay. And after that? 
are we gonna take him back to Tristful and then head out of the solar system? Yeah, I mean, we need to figure out um, what to do, what to do about the eleventh drop gate. So that's, I mean, Renick is a pit stop, but we still have to figure out. <laughs> how to destroy it and then and maybe we can live our lives I'd really like that me too so I have some less than good news though okay so to make it in time or make it late at least to save you both I used the portable jump gate, which certainly registered. Okay, so people know it exists. Yeah. Okay, then we'll have to keep a low profile. Okay. It's... I'm sorry. I. No, 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 no. You did what you had to do. It's. I'm glad you did. Um, we didn't really have a lot of options, so. But it's going to put a target on our backs, so. Add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, keeping a low profile on Rennick doesn't seem... I mean, it's a good place to hide, but it doesn't seem particularly easy because the people who live there, who are native there, they look a very certain way. Yeah. Pale. Right? Pale, and, and, their, and their eyes are different. We won't blend in, then. We have to try our best. Yeah. And she stands up. Thank you for the food. Yeah. And for everything. You're never going to have to thank me. <laughs> I am always going to have to thank you. Well, that's something we're going to disagree on. Okay, agree to disagree. She leans in to kiss your forehead and then walks out. Okay. Is there anything else of note that happens bef before the three of you arrive on Rennick? Um, I don't think really anything in particular. Like, I don't think we need, like, a scene. I think it's just more like Juniper trying to, like, put together the clothes that would make the most sense. Like, mm -hmm. like it's just, I mean, of course they're not going to fit in on Rennick, but, like, she's trying her hardest because <laughs> she's right. really nervous, especially after what happened on Sonder, and she's specifically nervous for Solomon. I think in the yeah. past she's been nervous for Aira. <laughs> um, it's rare that she's like nervous for herself, but like now that they've got this kid, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, yeah, she's she's gonna try really hard to get ahead of you know protecting them. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so uh, you guys hurdle out of the jump gate, and Aira takes the controls again. 
she starts guiding the ship down because she has the coordinates for Hallowsburg. And she's like rubbing her temples and looks a little unwell. But eventually you, you, you arrive at this town and it seems kind of sleepy. Uh, I would describe it as like, like a Bavarian town, like Southern German stone okay. wood buildings that were definitely built quite some time ago and have not been updated on the outside at least you you land at, in the in the small like i wouldn't call it a spaceport but the small landing pad they have there and there are just not many ships like that's not it's not the place it is right era gets up and and starts like you know locking the ship down and sending over the payment for docking there uh and she's letting Solomon take point on all of this with her. A, to give him something to do. And B, just because she looks so fucking out of it. Um, and it's only gotten worse as you've landed. And as you three uh, disembark, you notice a ship. Uh, you don't recognize it, but it does have tristful IDs on it. And it's also been impounded. Like, I don't know what a spaceship boot looks like, but it has one. Uh, it's okay. probably something over the engines. Um, okay. Yeah. And I, like I think I think Arrow waves at the the dockmaster and starts kind of like meandering towards town. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna rush up beside her real quick and be like, Arrow, wait. Um, are you okay? You don't you don't look too good. I have like a like a migraine or a headache. Is do that possible? Like... That's a good question. Um. I don't think I can get sick. Can you feel pain? You can feel uh, pain. Yeah. Uh, yes, I I promise you I can feel pain. She says, like, kind of rubbing her forehead. Huh. But it's been months and I've never... I've never had a headache before. Okay, well... We, sh- we should look at that. Because that's a little bit odd. Yeah, I'm... Maybe I'm just tired. I, I haven't slept this week. But that doesn't make sense. Ugh. Sorry. Do you think it would do... I mean, do you think it would help if I kind of... Or, I mean, would it be okay if I kind of got inside your mind? Please, if you think it'll help. I feel like a lot of... I don't know. There's there's a lot There's a lot to find in the unconscious mind. And so maybe that'll tell us something. If it makes it stop, I'd be more than happy. Do you want to roll a dream blood? Yeah, let's do it. So you're rolling plus soothe, so 2d6 plus 2? Yes. Cool. That's a 13. (laughs) That's a 13. Okay, you get three hold here. What are you going to spend it on? Hmm. (laughs) I think it's... Well, I definitely want to sue the person of pain if I can. Yeah, um, okay. And I think maybe reading the mind of another might ap- might apply here. Cause I it's, think it uh, does. In, in the sense of, like, looking for answers, not like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we can start there. Yeah. So you soothe her, and you can, like, visibly see her, like, her body relax a bit. So you read, there's nothing going on on her side, but something's trying to get in her mind constantly. Mm. 
And it feels like whatever's doing this is its signal is too far away to actually be affecting her overall. But it's causing mm. pain. Okay. Yeah, that freaks Juniper out a lot. <laughs> Fair enough. She, she does not know anyone who can do that besides herself. Okay, so in soothing the pain, is it possible for me to like kind of, well, this might also be manipulate dream, of, mm-hmm. like to kind of like make kind of like the, I don't know, maybe you'd call it like a wall of her mind a little bit tougher, like a little mm-hmm. bit like, and I mean, this is very like metaphysical and weird, but like. <laughs> right, no. Um. I don't know how like tangible all of this is, you know, like the thing, like trying to enter her mind. Um, like if I can actually like build up a wall to keep that person out, if that's how this works. Like, You could, yes, I think you could okay. manipulate the dream to do that. What okay. I will say though, is it doesn't feel like you, like it doesn't feel like you doing like, okay. uh, like another dream blood doing this because okay. that would feel like, that would feel like. Like if her mind is a city with a with walls around it, you enter one like from one direction through a gate, right? Because she lets mm. you in. So another dream blood would come would try and scale the wall from one side. Let's say with this very extended metaphor, it feels <laughs> like there's just something from all sides. Okay. Like just and so if you put a wall around it, it will help. It will alleviate pain for the time being. But this constant barrage will eventually wear it down. Okay. Um, and you you are sure that would if you were to get closer to this source, too close, it would definitely be able to get in for real. Okay. I want. I mean, I want to try to like figure out what this is. Mm-hmm. Is that like the sense for other persons and minds thing? Yeah. So you do have one hold left. You could either sense for other persons and minds. Or you could uh, manipulate the dream to build up another wall, so to speak. Okay. I mean, I think I want to ease her pain for now. But I definitely want to, like, figure out what it is soon. Like, if I can't do that right now, I definitely want to do that. Okay. As soon as possible. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, like, a physical wall. I think it's, like... It's almost like, um like a cell membrane. Like it's like, mm-hmm. it's very, it's probably just like has a glimmer to it. And it's like just this strong force of energy is kind of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not so restrictive. Like it's not like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think cause she can't really see what you're doing like yeah. that in the metaphysical space. Mm-hmm. So like when you kind of come out of it, she's just like size and she's like, Oh Wow. Thank you. What was the, um, just a headache? Like, what was, is it just something I'm going to have to, like, deal with? Like, what am I dealing with here? I don't exactly know. Um, it's not just a headache. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to figure it out. Okay. I can do that right now. Um, my, I just, my mind didn't have the energy, I guess. Um, but I... I want to try again. Is that going to be okay? Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think at this moment, Solomon says, you've been standing here for a couple minutes. Can we move this somewhere? <laughs> the dock master's giving us looks. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, 
maybe we can let's head let's head into town and see if we can find a safe place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you you kind of like it's a it's a cobblestone path into town, and like you're occasionally passed by like a hover bike or uh, someone with a like a hover cart being pulled by by livestock or something. And again, it's always like twilight nighttime here. So there's there's always like lanterns being lit and like lights in the windows constantly. And people are, are walking past you and they're wearing relatively bright colors along with these lit up clo- this lit up clothing because it's a, it's dark. So if you wear dark or subtle cl- clothing colors, people aren't going to see it. Like you think that if this was like a well-lit planet, their fashion would be horrendously garish. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so you, you kind of make it to the center of town, which is centered around like a kind of like a, like a circular, like the town is like kind of built like a, like a wheel and spokes, like the roads are spokes out. And then on okay. the edges are the beginning of all this like farmland for, like as far as the eye can see. And in the, in the center of town, there's just a few, like there's a place where you, people would go get food and like a hardware store, like the things that a town needs to work. Um, mm-hmm. But on top of that, there is, there's, there's a public house. Uh, there's the ta- there's the tailor's shop uh, that you know you know fairly well, and then there is what appears to be kind of a like a vaguely government building, kind of like it feels a little more spiritual than that than the average sort of like it doesn't have the like the the banalness of like a modern day government building. Mm-hmm. It, it it has more of a like temple like structure to it, uh, made out of river stones and wood so solomon's solomon's kind of like letting you take the lead here okay they trust you they trust you implicitly uh, <laughs> i am the adult in this situation how terrifying um yes one of them's a child and one has been trapped in an orb for a thousand years they're not <laughs> super equipped or used to taking charge up until recently Aira had to go where had to go wherever you went no choice involved so. Mhm. Okay. Um. So wait. Just just to recap, there's the tailor shop, the government building, and then the house thing. The what? Are you a public a, a public house. It's a pub. Oh. Okay. 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 Got it's it. It's an inn and tavern, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm thinking the pub is gonna be the easiest place to just chill without having to interact with anyone. <laughs> Sure, you guys could sit in a booth and you could do magic again. That's fair. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and uh, also drink a beer because God. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. Uh, you guys like you guys get taken in, uh, and you guys get eyed by every person who's here basically because everybody's got this dark hair and really intense eyes and, and and pale skin. You guys are the only off-worlders, right? Yeah. Because uh, Juniper's half black, half white. Uh, Aira is Latinx and Solomon is 100% a a young Middle Eastern man. Like, (laughs) y'all are, you all are, are, have, have tan skin on a planet with a bunch of pale people. Yeah, I think like Juniper just like mutters to Aira like, wow, I hate this. (laughs) She nods. Also, people are pretty short here, like relatively speaking. 
Like Ooh, so Aira like, really stands out. Oh, Aira's like a head and shoulders above most people. Like most people yeah. average out at like five six, five seven. I think it has something to do with just like I don't know if people are super healthy here. It's not a good place to live, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, being in the dark all the time. <laughs> no. Um, Got to get that vitamin D. I know. <laughs> Melatonin, man. I can't even imagine. We live we live in a very sunny state. <laughs> we do live in Colorado. I get I get sad with like a the week sunshine of like, state. Oh, it's so bad. But <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, okay, so she's feeling less good about doing explicit magic in this place where people are already staring at her. Um, right. But she gets I mean, shown to a booth. Nobody's rude or mean or unkind at all. Yeah, totally. And I th- but I mean and. Like, this is, she's, this is dire enough that she doesn't really care. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, I think they sit down at a booth and probably, like, wait for, like, like the wait staff to maybe take their order before they dive into this. <laughs> yeah, so there's clearly a person who it, there, this is, like, a small, lean operation here. There is a person who hosts and definitely buses and definitely washes dishes. It is a hard life to be that person. That poor person. <laughs> there is the bartender slash singular waiter. Also hard to be that person. Mm-hmm. And there's one cook. Yikes. To be fair, it's pretty small and it's sleepy as hell. So, like, there's three mm-hmm. customers right now. Three sets of customers, three tables. So the the barkeep, the, the waiter... He comes over, and he's he's pale white. He's a thin man with, like, a well-maintained, like, beard and haircut. And uh, he is... He's got his apron on. It's, like, that fashionable sort of, like, messed. Like, it's, like, there are, like... There's, there's stains on the apron, but they look right. Like, it's the <laughs> yeah. right amount of stained. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he really does use it. It's not for show. But also, it's, he's definitely not a slob. Uh, totally. He, like, shifts his glasses a little bit, and he says, Off-worlders, um, I'm Lavender, uh, Lavender Drinking Song. You can just call me Drinking Song. Uh, what can I, what can I do you for? Hi, uh, yeah, can I, can I just get, okay, actually, Juniper would probably order wine. (laughs) That's fair, that's super fair. (laughs) Natalie would order beer. Juniper would order wine. Um, So I think she just orders a glass of wine, trying to look like a normal person in a pub. We have a palace red. Uh, Yep, that's great. Aira's like, that sounds wonderful. Please. (laughs) Uh, And and Solomon's like about, like he's like looking, gauging you guys to see if he's allowed to like, like, am I going to get some? Do I have to... How wait? How old is he again? Sixteen. Are there drinking ages on these planets? On Palace, certainly. On Marketplace, no, not on Marketplace. Marketplace, no, no, there's no way. Uh, <laughs> depending on which town on the Faith planets, I'd imagine it ranges from like Italy's standards to Mormon standards. So. <laughs> Okay. It might have been banned where he was from. Like, oh, just, just no, any kind of drinking? Just, no. Okay. Uh, and then Tristful, there's absolutely no drinking age. There's no way. Um, but out here, 
Mm, he's probably old enough. They probably go by European standards. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I think, like, Juniper, like, kind of, like, looks at Aira. It's, like, this, like, weird, like, we're parents now. What, yeah, like, <laughs> what do we um, do about that? <laughs> she Aira's, like, a smaller glass for him. <laughs> and she, like, yeah. nods at Juniper, like, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So he, so so uh, drinking song goes and he and he brings it back uh, and I think Solomon's a little salty about it and then he <laughs> takes a sip and he's and he like kind of like does the blink of I've never had alcohol before. Wow, this is and disgusting. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then kind of sets it down and like is trying to be cool, but it's like <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, Juniper's not going to comment on it and make him feel weird. <laughs> no. Drinking song leans in. You're, you guys are interesting, right? And he's the bartender, so this yeah. is his right to do. So he's just like, so, um, where are you from? We don't, we don't get a lot of travelers, so. And y'all don't look like, uh, the treasure hunting types. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to peg you, but I can't, I can't quite do it. I think, um... Juniper just kind of like looks at Aira and Solomon, and she's like, um, "We're from Sonder, actually." Faith types, not the usual sort of faith types we get out here. Where are your helmets? Not, not, not that type of uh, faith. What other kind of faith people are there? <laughs> Juniper suddenly feels very scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just uh, we we actually came here to visit a friend oh what's their name maybe i know him i probably um, i know him there's not a lot of people here oh well he's actually not he's not a native um he came out here for work oh um, another off-worlder huh yeah actually yeah have you have you heard of a man named rosewood 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 uh grumpy fellow black hair scruffy <laughs> that's him another faith type actually he had his helmet did he? Yeah, armored up, just like the rest of them. I haven't seen him in a few weeks, though. Maybe even a month. Where did you last see him? Uh, let's see. He was looking for someone, too, actually. Came Do you in know here. who? Yeah, um, oh, shit. I don't know if I can remember his name. Uh, just some guy from Tristful, some rich guy he was in town certainly and then okay word is word is he went into the forest for god knows why and your rosewood your your rosewood friend uh said he had to get him so i told him that he'd went into the woods and well your friend he was all geared up popped that helmet right on and just headed in I I don't mean to be well I'm probably the last person who saw him or talked to him at least uh, yeah miss he's he's probably dead I, I um, maybe maybe he's he's tough though he's a doctor um, thank you thank you for Thank you for that information. Uh, yeah. Um, and for the drinks. Uh, we have bratwurst and sauerkraut on tonight. If you and and uh, Solomon like perks up like 
I'll bring one, and Aira nods like two. Third one? Miss? Uh, no thanks. I'm, I'm okay. Alright. Two. And he kind of like turns away. Yeah, Juniper's super not hungry after <laughs> hearing that information. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay, well... The forest. Yeah, it's not a good place. People don't go there, and... I mean, as far as his armor, I... I, I have to believe he's just trying to blend in. Aira nods. I hope you're right. And Solomon's like... Is he a seeker? Are we looking for a seeker? What, why are we doing that? He's not. I thought he was He's your not friend. a seeker. He is my friend. He, he was a long time ago, but he's he's a good he's a good person, um, and uh, he he's done a lot for me. And he he's he's not them. He's not with them anymore. Solomon has like a grumpy face, like. <laughs> Uh, you're fine. just gonna have to trust me. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I think it's time for me to try again. Aira kind of looks around and, like, leans over. Alright, give me okay. that roll. I don't like that's that face. A, that's a six. Is it? I... I never failed dream blood rolls. That's some bullshit. Yikes. Mm. Um, I still get one hold though. You do. And that's gonna be. I'm gonna use that to sense for other persons or minds to get the information I can about it. So, when you kind of like take a look at Era's mind again, which you put that membrane over just a minute ago, uh, you. You're closer now. You, like, can trace the source. It's coming from the forest. And mm. as you're there, you watch the membrane get torn apart. And then Aira screams in the real world. Yikes. And she's just kind of clawing at her, her own, like, like, her temples. And she's tracking, attracting a lot of attention. Until she, like, makes eye contact with you. And she says, I'm sorry. And then just shuts down. Yikes. And Solomon has just the biggest eyes and is like holding Aira. Like, is she okay? Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, 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 we just, can you help me get her somewhere more private? Um, I think, uh, I think a drinking song, the, the bartender comes over. He's like, is everything, is everything okay? What, what's going on? As like Solomon's trying to lift heavy Aira. <laughs> Um, my, my partner, she just, she, she passed out. She's episodes sometimes. And, um, do you have like, is there a hotel or a bed or somewhere more private? We have, uh, we have beds upstairs. Uh, it's hostel style. It, the, uh, the, the government building, they have some private rooms. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think we can get one in the government building? We don't have yet. We don't have travelers. Yes, yes, there are. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Let's do, go. Do you need help? I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Are you sure? It's no trouble. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you. So he like lifts the other side uh, with Solomon, 
mm-hmm. and takes you over to the to the to the what I probably would describe as like a meeting house or a town hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you enter, there are a couple. There's a group of. It's a long. It's a long room. And you can see that like there are stairs leading up to a next floor, and you can feel drinking songs starting to lead in that direction, mm-hmm. which is my, which is probably where the rooms are. Uh, but in the center of, of this room, there's a large table. Sitting at it are there are three there are three large chairs, only two of which are filled with people, and then there's a number of smaller chairs and like people kind of bustling around. You know, politicians have aides basically, yeah, so it's a yeah. couple of it's a couple council members and. Sleepy town. Not a lot happens. Everyone stands up and looks at you. Uh, drinking song says, it, sick, uh, just needs a private room. And the, uh, the, the, the two, like, council members, they kind of nod. They're like, and they're kind of, like, gauging the fact that, like, off-worlders. Noted. Uh, mm-hmm. And then kind of, like, they kind of start settling back down. And you, you put Aira in a bed, and Solomon sits with her. And uh, drinking songs like I have to, I have to get back to the bar. I'm so sorry. I, I could call Thank on you, you later. Thank you for your trouble. Um, we'll we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Um, and I think she pulls out. They've got like a few credits. I can't imagine mm-hmm. the wine was much. No. So I think she pulls out like a few credits and like a very generous tip. <laughs> um, and she's like, she's like here. Thank you so much. He pockets it in his apron and is like, see you around, I hope. Absolutely. He stops in the doorway and he like leans back. He's like, please don't go to the woods. And if you are, leave the boy. And then he like leaves. Yeah, she doesn't really have time to think about that. She's like trying to like get back, like, like get Aira back. And, um... I mean, I think the only way she knows how is to try to do dream blood again. Because, like, I mean, she's also terrified of, like, whatever, whoever it is that's entering her mind. And so, like, she knows she needs to be there. Like, even though it went so badly and she's kind of, like, scared to try again. And she's probably really tired. And, like, she probably failed last time because she was, like, super stressed about the information she had about Rosewood. And, like, Mm -hmm. she's still traumatized and she's exhausted and, like... She's paranoid because there's Target on her back, and so she's probably just kind of out of it, you know? She doesn't really have a choice, so, like, I think she's going to try again. So. All right, roll it. 2 right. to 6 plus your soothe, so 2 mm-hmm. to 6 plus 2. Yep. 11. Okay, so you have three hold. That's better. What are you going to do with it? Um. Enter a dream of an unconscious person, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I have to use that one, and then... Do you want to just start there and hold on yeah, to it? Yeah, 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 yep. So you enter Aira's mind, and it's been a long time. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's the, the house, the, the cabin and the glade. And so you appear there. And so you, I remember you designed it such that the glade feels like it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. The edges of the glade are glitching. But the house seems fine. Okay. I think, can I, like, search for Aira or, like, anyone? Like, I feel like this is just Juniper frantically, like, running around. Yeah, if you run into the house, you'll find her. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna rush up to her. She is lying in bed. She genuinely looks fe- feverish. And I just like, hey, like run up to I'm her. O- I'm okay. I'm I'm just under the weather. You know. You shut I'm down. Good. What's was it the pain? Like what? What's what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. Something's trying to get in. I know. I'm. I, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm sorry. I. I. I failed last time, but I know it's close. And, I'm. I'm here to protect you. Okay. It's gonna be okay. It. It gets worse as I get closer to the woods. Doesn't it? Yes. Okay. Because it's not getting any worse right now. I'm not moving, right? Right, as far as I know. I'm, I'm going to try to help your pain right now. and um, But you, you, can't, you can't go near the woods, even if I have to, okay? Until I'm farther away, I don't think I can turn on. Okay. You have to go get him. The sooner you do, we leave, right? Yeah, I do, and I have to go in there alone because I'm not taking Solomon. Please don't. I'm sorry. I th- hopefully there's a place, like, outside of town, like, past the docks, maybe, like, towards the more rural edge, like, not near the forest that we could find for you to stay. I mean, there's got to be, like, houses or something out there, right? At the ship, at least I could wake up. Okay, I mean, yeah, if you just want to stay on the ship, that's fine. He and I can stay on the ship. Okay. But you can't, you can't come looking for me, no matter what. No matter how long I take. I can't promise that. Well, you can't go into the woods, Aira. Like, there's something out there that's going to shut you down. Like, you can't even go near it. So you can't come looking for me. I'd find a way. I, I don't want you to, because, I mean, if something happens to me, like, what about Solomon? You got her. <laughs> you got the argument that, that oh, good job. <laughs> That's you right. Can see her, you can see her cave at that. It's not just us anymore. You come back. I will. I don't want to do this alone. I know. I'll come back. She nods. I love you. I love you too. And no matter what happens, like, my life has been so much better and I felt so much more alive since you've been in it. Don't talk like that. I know, I know. I just, I just wanted to say that. Um, I'll be back, okay? See you soon. See you soon. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Firebrands was developed by D. Vincent Baker. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.